hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey, mamas. It is great to talk to you from behind my mic in my master bedroom, right over by the window in my little corner. (laughs) So awesome. Today, I am bringing you a special bonus episode. I've never done a bonus episode before, but I just had it on my heart to reach out before Easter and give you wonderful women a bonus episode about truly experiencing Easter. So let's jump on in. Teaching your kids the real reason we celebrate Easter. What traditions do you have around Easter? Do you have special food that you make, special traditions, places you go? Do you do an Easter basket for your kids? Does the Easter bunny come to your house? Do you attend an Easter service or a Good Friday service? What kind of special traditions do you have? So today we're going to be talking about traditions, celebrating Easter and passing on to our children the real reason that we celebrate Easter. We will also focus on how we can encourage our kids to be other focused instead of self-focused. So hard to do, right mamas? What traditions do you have around Easter? I will just share what kind of traditions we have. Maybe they're the same. Maybe you can get some other good ideas of what kind of things you would like to add or take away from your Easter traditions. We actually do three things, really not in this order, but okay, maybe four things. (laughs) One is a bit of a bonus, but I am sure that you all do this too. I put out all the Easter decorations and pull them out from the garage in the attempt to decorate my house. It usually takes a while to make it look tastefully decorated instead of just thrown up and not cluttered. But let's be real, I'm no Joanna Gaines. It's just that kind of when someone walks in your house and they see, oh look, you've decorated for Easter. 
that's about the level that I'm at. Not really the super posh, gorgeous, shiplap look of Joanna Gaines. But that's okay. She's uh, amazing at what she does. And I wish she would come and decorate my house. Sometimes my husband does even notice that I decorated. But usually right when he's refueling his coffee. We don't usually have decorations that we put in the kids' rooms. They're more just in the main area that we are like the kitchen, the living room, just a few places. And then we usually also do Easter baskets. We do an Easter hunt typically outside, maybe in our backyard or in a garden at the park. We've done it with friends sometimes where all the moms have brought different eggs or maybe six eggs and then we divvy them all up and each kid is allowed to have found a certain number of eggs and we go hide them at the park. That's kind of fun. Last year, we were in the beginning stages of renovating our backyard. And so everything in our backyard was torn up. We had barbed wire, sinkholes, electrical equipment, gas lines, big open trenches, You get the idea. It was really a landmine for ER visits. It was crazy. So we decided we really can't use our yard this year to do an Easter egg hunt. But what we did decide to do was actually pretty fun and we might have to do it again. We looked online and we found some glow-in-the-dark Easter eggs. And then we waited until bedtime when it was nice and dark. So we had the kids brush their teeth and got all ready for bed. And then we had them stay in one room or like maybe it was the bathroom or something small. And then we took all the eggs and we hid them all over the house in the dark. And they had several different colors. So I think there were six colors. And we have three kids, so each kid could find two different colored eggs. So they were each looking for their own specific color. And we gave them an Easter basket or container to put the eggs in and a flashlight. And they ran around the house in their jammies in the dark looking for Easter eggs. This was so much fun. And I think it was the perfect age to do it. Our kids are seven, nine, and the oldest is almost 11. She turns 11 tomorrow. So super fun. So they were just at the age where they weren't really scared of the dark and they thought it was so cool to run around with their flashlights in the dark and find things. So we had a great time. I would highly recommend getting everybody ready for bed while it gets really dark before the fun begins and then having everybody run around and find their eggs. What we did, I believe, is once you found all your eggs that were glowing, you got a special prize or each kid got something fun that was not edible, but since they'd already brushed their teeth, but maybe they all got a stuffed animal or something cute after they found all the Easter eggs. And I just have to say it was so fun. And the fact that the eggs don't have anything in them actually makes it really great because if you accidentally hide them and then can't find them anymore, it's not a big deal. The glow stick will simply stop glowing inside the egg, but it's not really a problem. That part was great. (laughs) This year, we also hide Easter baskets for the kids. 
So they have the same Easter basket every year. And that way we just recycle them because I don't want to buy 15 new Easter baskets. They don't look like the posh Pottery Barn kind that has their name on it or anything special. These ones I think were from Target a long time ago, probably when they went on sale after Easter and then I grabbed them up or they could actually be from Michael's. One of the two. They probably were on sale at the time. So we just keep the fake grass and put it in and put in some cute stuff. It's really fun to have them and we try to just hide them around the house so that Easter morning the kids can go find them. Usually what we put in them is maybe a stuffed animal, sometimes some candy or something. I usually like to get healthier treats from Trader Joe's. So stuff that I know our kids like, they are actually pretty picky as far as candy goes. Some of them don't like chocolate, some do. So I tend to get the treats that they usually dislike. They love sour things. So if I get all of them the same sour treat, everybody's happy. So that's pretty much what we put in our Easter basket. Maybe a cute little thing from the dollar store or another trinket or a stuffed animal. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you wanna gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. This year, I was thinking instead of getting them a lot of junk that we put in their Easter basket, then they like it, they open it up and they have a lot of fun. I'm really thinking I want our kids to stop looking inward on themselves, but be focused on outward of looking at other people and really intending or seeing the effect on other people. So this year I would like to probably steal a stuffed animal from each child because they have a ton of stuffed animals and put the stuffed animal in their Easter basket with a donation card. Our kids have so much and they don't need any new toys. As I said, they don't like certain snacks. So it's just a lot easier. Less is more. I want to teach them that just as Jesus gave his life for us, that we need to give to others. We love supporting ministries like Compassion International and International Justice Mission. Both of these two ministries allow you to purchase gifts for somebody else. So what I was thinking this year we might start doing as a new tradition is to print out that we purchased something in our child's name, whether that be a goat for a family, a soccer ball for a kid, freedom from slavery or bondage, one of those life-changing gifts that is about the same price point that we would spend on their Easter basket. So that's kind of what I'm thinking we'll do this year. I will go ahead and just donate online and then print out the little gift card that they have online. Super easy. Put it in an envelope, 
write our kid's name on it, and then put it in their Easter basket to explain that we gave this gift in your name to this other kid or family that needed something. And as I said, I'll probably steal one of their stuffed animals to put in their basket too, just to make it look cute and maybe a fun treat from Trader Joe's. But that is about it. Cause I was just thinking we don't need that much. Our kids have what they need. And as much as they want a bunch of junk, it's just going to get thrown away in the end. So might as well use this time to focus on other people and to focus on the fact that Jesus gave his life for us and we in turn are called to give to other people. So that's just an idea. If you want to pull that out, if not, totally fine. Another good option too is to get a really good book, a book that they can dive into, a book that, especially if they're younger, a book that connects with them for Easter by Max Lucado or by another Christian child author that could just be a sweet retelling of the Easter story that they could have in their basket. That sweet time and reading to them is so precious. So maybe that's another idea that you would want to exchange for all the treats and random stuff that gets put into the Easter baskets. And finally, so as I said, I decorate for Easter, which is so fun. I love it. I think my family kind of likes it. I'm not sure. We do do an Easter egg hunt, although this year we might do it inside again with the glow in the dark eggs because that was so fun and a really big hit. We do hide our Easter baskets for the kids and they enjoy finding them. That's almost half the fun, whatever is inside, but it's more fun just finding the Easter baskets. We usually put them out before church on Sunday, but that does depend on what time the Easter service is on Sunday that we go and attend. If the Easter service is super early, we probably would do Easter baskets afterwards. If the service is typically like our church at about 10 o'clock, we'd probably have breakfast together and then find Easter baskets and celebrate that way. But in the end, it's so important to us to focus our kids on the real meaning of Easter. As a family, we attend the services at church, which include the Good Friday service, Friday before Easter, and also on Easter morning. It's so important just to talk over what the service means, what Jesus did, that he had to come and die for our sins, that he died on the cross. It's important to tell your children why, why Jesus had to come. Why did he have to die? It's so incredible to touch their little hearts and have them know the real reason that Jesus came and that he loves them so much to go all the way back to the garden and just the fact when sin entered our world, but that God had this great rescue plan for those that he loves for us. He wanted to rescue us. He wanted to take us to heaven. And so he sent Jesus for our sins, which is incredible, incredible. If you just think about that amazing, amazing, good news, I can't even fathom it, but it is so important 
to celebrate Jesus rising from the dead and to celebrate that time, this sweet, sweet week, this holy week that is the most incredible day of Jesus giving us this gift of eternal life that we cannot or ever will even come close to thinking about being able to earn it, but that it is a free gift for us. I am so amazed. It's always hard to convey these huge, feels like huge emotional scriptural truths to our kids. But if we break it down and we convey the simple truth, I think it's super important. Our church did a special event last Saturday that we actually got to do. It's called Journey to the Cross. We walked through just the facts that God created the world, that God created Adam and Eve, and that they were tempted and they sinned. Sin entered our world. But Jesus came and through his death and resurrection, we could have life. But it was just a sweet time of walking through different markers that our church had set up and listening to different parts of the story and just being able to connect with our kids and talk about it more was incredible. Just gave us a platform for asking tough questions that we may not have been able to ask. In the end, it is okay to celebrate Easter with bunnies and baskets and candy and fun, but we definitely want to point our kids to the real reason that we celebrate Easter. Both the Easter Bunny and Jesus bring gifts, but the Easter Bunny is the world's limited expression of gifts. These are gifts that rot, that will wear out, that are not eternal. But Jesus's eternal gift of salvation is incredible. I hope that you enjoy celebrating Easter with your family and creating new fun traditions. Please come join me on our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom, and you'll get all kinds of fun, helpful tips. It's such an amazing community of just women who can love on each other and be able to provide fun resources. So just come on over, jump on in and be part of this really amazing community. Now, as always, go and have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!